You're listening to How the F Do I Podcast with Marta and Ben. So we are back. We're in Los Angeles again, recording in Ben's condo. He talked about it in a previous episode around uh, how the fuck do I buy property? Ben bought property. We're sitting in his and gorgeous. Now we're using it. We're using his property for business purposes, <laughs> uh, and it's it's beautiful. So we're recording from his beautiful condo. And he has a lovely view of downtown Los Angeles. Yep, we are uh, in the midst of putting together season two. And it's been awesome so far. I mean, we have a couple episodes in the bank and we're excited to get them out there. The response on season one continues to be absolutely amazing. Like people are still listening, Marta. I don't get it. Like they've been out for so, the episodes have been out for so long. Not everyone's heard them then. Man, I love this. So, um, so yeah, we're excited to have a, a, another fantastic guest on the show. Um, to just keep this, keep this season going. Yeah. And one of the reasons why we wanted to have this guest on is, Man, like the world of CBD and cannabis and hemp, it's so confusing. I mean, back in the day, there was just, you know, one kind of marijuana weed you would get. There was one way you would take it. Now there's a million ways. It's legal in lots of states. Most states, there's so many products. How do you start? I mean, it's so mainstream right now. Like, it's it's a topic that I feel has to be talked about because there are so many people who want to now get involved. Well, and there's people who are, are using CBD for wellness and yep. for part of their healing. And I mean, I know family members who have used it. So we just wanted to have someone on that was a knowledgeable expert to yep. come and talk to us. So we are very excited to bring our good friend, Matt Rosenberg on the show. Matt has been an entrepreneur since pretty much the day I met him. We all met at Pandora. That's right. Hashtag life after Pandora. Hashtag life after <laughs> Pandora. <laughs> Um, since then, Matt has had a number of different companies, t-shirt companies, has worked for different startups, was the former director of marketing at Ease, and is now a consultant at a very cool new company uh, that is getting more and more involved with CBD. So we did not think of anyone better to come on the show to educate us on CBD wellness. So what's up, dude? Welcome. What's going on, man? Thank you. Thanks for thanks for coming on the show. We really Excited appreciate it. Excited to be here. Talk little cannabis, little CBD. Yeah. <laughs> Before we do, though, I mean, we kind of addressed how we're all connected, how we all know each other. We worked together at Pandora back in the day. Yeah. It was super fun. Artist but marketing you, and partnerships. What, what was it called at the time? It was artist, artist, part, partnership. artist partnerships. Artist partnerships. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rosie would work on bringing the artists in. I would work on building the event where they would do the playing. My favorite event we ever did together, though, was that comedy show. For sure. That was their only, one and only comedy show they ever did. And then other last connection I'll make is that um, while Pandora doesn't do comedy shows anymore, I really enjoyed that process of creating a comedy show. And, you know, I have a little basement in my house and I jokingly have given a name, like I call it Ma Rig. So it's like Ma Rig's Comedy Shop, Ma Rig's Honky Tonk. I have hosted several comedy shows in my basement with real comedians people since. I think I saw something about that on Instagram. Yeah, recently. we did it for Tony's birthday. But okay. so like actually that night kind of inspired like, oh, you know what? I could totally do this and I have done it since in my house. So that's amazing. Anyway, full circle. But let's talk about you before we get into cannabis. Where'd you grow up? Tell us about, you know, career path. Like you have, you're a dad, you have two kids under the two age of kids. four, three. Ryan is four. Uh, she turned four in May and Lulu turned one in June. So tell us about so life. Two little girls. <laughs> life is different every day. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best thing that ever happened to me, including Haley. Um, I mean, like little kids, you know, you got, you know, I do. You know, the little man. And, I feel like uh, just something happens when you have a kid. I mean, obviously, I don't have a kid yet, but. 
things just like, as soon as they show up, like a, a couple of my friends are about to have kids and they're, they keep talking to me like, I don't think I'm going to feel any different. Like, you know, I'm still going to travel and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I have a feeling that as soon as that kid shows up, everything's just going to naturally change. Like, is that probably how you feel? Like, it's just not everything, but so much changes and everything evolves. And you have to like, you have like different responsibilities. You have different, your normal, I'm very much a routine person. Like I, Anybody who knows me knows I have like severe OCD. Bringing a kid into that and then now having to like, it was it was definitely like a little bit of an adapt adaptation. No matter like how tired you are, sometimes like they make messes and they don't realize, it's like, they're like drunk puppies. Like they don't, <laughs> they're not trying to do it, like, you know, but they make messes and they do this and that. Like at the end of the day, like I just want to like cuddle them or like, I mean, their smiles, their laughs, like every, the, the funny stuff they say is hilarious. And Rosie's kids are the cutest. <laughs> they are so cute. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Ryan is just such a little sweetheart. Yeah. She's going to be trouble. And Lulu's like a little mini me. And she's got like this one dimple that just crushes everybody. She Aww. does look just like you. It blows my mind. But yeah. Anyway, this is not the episode we're talking about. <laughs> we're already this episode. Um, but you are an East Coaster, right? Like you're from the East yeah. Coast originally. Born and raised in Connecticut. Uh, lived there through high school went to high school or went to college in Baltimore so stayed on the east coast and then uh, right after college moved out west been out here 15 16 years now jeez long <laughs> enough long enough to officially be a Dodgers fan and, and proud of it I'm 12 years in LA and I'm obviously a Bay Area Giants Warriors fan will there be a time when like oh I'm into the Rams or I'll never say it but you know am I going to be a Dodgers fan one day it's weird anyways it was right around like the 12 13 year mark where like I had to finally be like all right I've been here for over a decade like time to embrace yeah but I, I definitely had that seven year itch and right at that seven year itch I met Haley so it, it all worked, worked out, out. <laughs> so what brought you out here though weather man Growing up in Connecticut, you know, cold winters, I always said I wanted to grow up and I wanted to be able to look out, out my window and see palm trees and ocean. Did you come out here with a job or were, have you always been kind of like that risk taker, like, I'm just going to do this? No, I actually, I went home right after college and I got a job working for uh, my best friend's dad's company, Mutual of New York, insurance, some boring stuff. On the East Coast, everybody's supposed to like go work in finance or something. Luckily for me, the company got bought out literally like a month after I joined. They let everybody go. I was young enough and one other kid was young enough where they felt like they could train us, I guess. So they gave up us the option of like, you know, taking the severance and leaving or, you know, staying on and joining them and moving to New York City. And I was like, I'll take the severance skedaddled out to New York or out here to LA had like a year's worth of like salary to work with so I actually lived on a family member's couch for a little bit while I was like figuring out what part of town I wanted to live in what I wanted to do and my first job in town was for business.com wow okay selling ads online got me into the digital space I don't think that company's existed for a decade. Yeah. <laughs> and then you went to work in music, obviously, and you, we were together at Pandora, and you worked in music for a while after. Well, but like, yeah, it was at business.com that I met a girl that she was in, in sales, and we just kind of like clicked as friends. And she had worked at MySpace prior, and she introduced me to some people there, which got me at, into MySpace, and I was at MySpace Music for a while. And right. like that was so much fun doing really cool like monumental concerts with uh, a really good friend of mine Rosalind Cabarubias who yes. I believe you both know yeah of course uh, Ros is a good friend uh, and Ros has gone on to do some really really cool things but then from there a lot of the team from MySpace went on to Pandora which is what brought me there yeah then you make a transition from music 
and cannabis. Like where, tell, well, I guess technically you well, also, you were also an entrepreneur and did. Yeah, I did. I did like that. a little, like a little time in like the influencer space and then cannabis just popped up and you know, it was very similar to like when I got in at my space, it was kind of like just when Facebook was launching. So, you know, really a new stage of like industry with online what do, what do you communities, call it? communities or like platforms and yeah. whatnot. So that was a really fun time. Then jumped from there to like online streaming at Pandora when and like Spotify was launching and some of these others. So I've always liked to kind of, I've, I've, I thrive on working in startups and like in new industries and kind of like figuring it out. It's also a lot of fun before there's too much red tape to kind of do some cool things and like yeah. pave the way in a, in a little bit of of the sense, you know, like we were at Pandora before we went public and it was a lot easier to do some really cool concerts and uh, sign some different artists that, you know, we couldn't do once we had to answer to different people. So. Yeah. The agreement when Matt was there was a <laughs> high five and a handshake. Oh, <laughs> that was the legal agreement. <laughs> Matt and Vicks. It's like, so you're going to show up, right? Yep. All right. Got Great. you. We're good. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I think that's actually a really good connection. You're right. It is there has been a connection in your career of all of these industries that are budding or categories that are being created. And so cannabis is one that's such a, it's still a mystery and it's amazing how much more mainstream it is, but there's still so many aspects of the industry that are undiscovered, unmonetized. Our market actually in California, whether it's CBD or cannabis is the largest market in the world. So it's, you know, we are, and, and, and we're serviced as such, right? Like with Humboldt County up north and all these, you know, grows popping up, both cannabis and hemp, you know, across Santa Barbara and up north and in Palm Springs now. They're building a lot of industry out there. So we are definitely in a bubble and have access to more product brands, education even here than I think a lot of the other states have. So you would say if someone wanted to get into the cannabis business, California, hands down, would be the best place to get your feet off the ground. I would say, yeah, California, then probably secondary would be Colorado. Mm. California for sure. Cause yeah. Especially when it comes to like brands and marketplaces. Yeah. What's been the biggest surprise about working in the industry? I don't want to give the industry a bad name, but there still is so much illegal activity within it. Mm. Um, what still surprises me is how big and how big it's gotten, how much money is being invested in it by intelligent, smart people, companies with so little regulation still in place, allowing so much chaos to still exist within it. Right. Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, just the other day we were talking about CBD because I brought up, you know, that we were recording this episode and my friend was like, yeah, you know, they're like selling it in Walgreens and CVS <laughs> now. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? Walgreens, CVS, I feel like, you know, every air one, Whole Foods, I mean. Pet Food Express is like, they have CBD for animals. I'm like, how do you know this is good stuff? Yeah. It's hemp CBD, as long as it has 0.3% or less THC in it, can cross state lines. So can, you know, if there's a marketplace or a brand, you know, anywhere in the country, they can basically, you know, ship it. Where they are handcuffed a little bit in, is in how they're allowed to market the product. You know, Instagram, Facebook, Google, they still are banning all CBD and cannabis ad buying as well as promotion. There's some very strict rules around what you can show, what you can say. Affiliate marketing is really big in the space. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Interesting. Because of the restrictions and the lack of 
I guess, federal regulation and when it comes to like marketing and advertising of it, it's hard for people to get really good education about how they should be using it, what they should be using it, what's available to them, where they live and who they should talk to to get you know, good advice about it because everybody, you know, you could talk to 10 experts and get 10 different answers. Well, that's kind of why we wanted to have you on. (laughs) I was about to say, that is exactly why this episode is going to do so well. Yes. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to take a step back though. Can we talk about what the hell is CBD compared to smoking flour or like marijuana or well, you like can THC. Smoke CBD now you can smoke CBD oh, okay. flour now. So, okay. there's all- so I guess so- what's the difference between not even just uses, but cannabis, CBD and hemp yeah. are, are those the things to distinguish between. So it's funny you said that. What's the difference between cannabis, CBD and hemp? Uh, CBD comes from hemp. They're both a cannabis plant. What you and, and most, most people think of cannabis is a, a THC activated cannabis plant. What people think of hemp is actually just a CBD dominant cannabis plant. Um, so they're different strains, right? Like you go into your local dispensaries and there's all these different strains and they're all named. Basically, they're completely different strains with different genetics. So one mm-hmm. is very high on CBD and low on THC and the other is very high on THC and low on, on the other cannabinoids. Depending on who you talk to, some people say there's 80 some cannabinoids. Uh, some people will say there's over 100 cannabinoids. Um, you know, CBD is the is the popular one right now. There's a lot of benefits to it. It's most known for being an anti-inflammatory. Um, it's also an antidepressant and antibiotic. It is a uh, uh, it does help with pain, uh, stress. Similar to different strains of cannabis, there's different strains of hemp that you can grow to get different effects from your from from your CBD. But so, but CBD, so if I'm understanding correctly, doesn't have, it has a very minimal level of THC in it. That's like the main difference. <laughs> Here, it's very technical. So, or sorry, I shouldn't even Let's say it's very technical. technical. There's like, <laughs> there's levels to it. So CBD can have THC in it and it can have very high levels of THC in it. So you can go to your dispensary in California and get CBD with THC in it. And honestly, that is the strongest CBD you'll get. CBD is activated by THC. So if you get a C, if if you are in a state where THC is legal, I would highly recommend buying uh, a CBD with THC in it. There will be some psychoactive effects, but really minor depending on how you're using it and what application, whether it's like a tincture, a gel capsule. If you're using a topical, there really shouldn't be. It should be more pain relief, but you can't say that because FDA doesn't regulate CBD. The only state that actually recognizes CBD in a true real way and has like real strong regulations around it is uh, Colorado. And they have like the CDCHP, um, which is a California state regulation board that kind of makes sure that there's, I guess, certain compliance around it so that there is, there's a lot of Me Too products, there's a lot of bad products out there. And then all these products are different. They're all created different. They're all created from different like facilities. So, you know, in how people use it, you really have to find like the product that works for you. Everybody's different. Everybody has an endocannabinoid system in their body and their endocannabinoid system works with their nervous system. It works with their immune system and it helps their body function properly. We basically starve our endocannabinoid system, not even knowing that we do. It needs CBD or it needs cannabinoids in particular, fed to it. You do get some of these cannabinoids when you eat broccoli or you eat greens. Um, It's in some of our other foods as well, but not enough. So our body's basically deficient in this. So 
your body's not in homeostasis without giving it CBD. So that could be through THC or through CBD itself. Um, there are other cannabinoids that can fill that, but uh, I don't want to, you know, make it too deep right, right now. This is fascinating. Mine is already blown. I'm like, I'm so I don't even know where so right now. Okay, wait, but I think something you touched on that Ben and I both want to know, right? We've been talking about is like, well, then how do you know what is safe? Or quality brain yeah, is, right? absolutely. Like for someone that has never been involved with THC CBD. or CBD, like there are so many, like you, you said, there are so many different ways that you can take it. There's like creams, there's teas, there's, you can smoke it, which I didn't even realize. <laughs> like if someone had never been involved with this, how do they even go about approaching, figuring out what's right for them? Yeah. So identifying a good brand is really key, um, especially depending on what application you're using. If and depending on the application, like your your body will ingest a higher percent if it, if you're smoking it or vaping it. A topical is like twenty percent, where like a vape you'll ingest like seventy percent. Um, and then an ingestible it depends how you're ingesting it. Like, is it a gummy? How what's the quality of that gummy? Is it a gel capsule? Uh, what else is in your stomach that might like be messing with it that like might not allow it to fully uh, digest or whatnot absorb? And then what is the quality of the product? So geeking out a little bit, your, our bodies aren't really built to ingest CBD right now in just how we've evolved. Um, so when you take 20 milligram CBD gummy, you're probably getting about four milligrams of that actually like absorbed into your, into your system, unless it's a really quality made product they can use some science and technology to increase its bioavailability. So you're getting like 80% or like a higher percentage. Um, you're obviously paying a premium price for that type of a product. It sounds like if you don't really have any experiences, you need to try certain things. Well, you need to try a different ways of taking it and feel out how your body is reacting to it. And I'd say start off with like, what's the use case that you're looking to accomplish? Like, are you looking to, you know, use it as a sleep aid? Are you, you know, you know, you talked about, I heard on your, your, yeah, my shoulder. On a, on a podcast about your shoulder. My like, shoulder. Do you experience pain there? Because like a lotion is a topical. We'll like focus on that area. Yeah. That could really help where an ingestible is more a full body effect. Yep. So we're a topical, like if you use that, you should feel that within 10 minutes and like you should have like a direct effect from that. Um, but I think with everything, whether it's, you know, something that is considered an over-the-counter or whatnot. You know, I really don't consider cannabis and CBD a drug, so I hate, like, associating yeah, it with that Yeah, I said that, that word. in this podcast. I said drug. You, you, know, you put but, a stigma on it, Ben. I know. I hate, <laughs> I, I take that back fully because I'm a complete supporter. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, you, you have to know your body, and, like, I think, yes, start small, test it. If you don't feel it, maybe go a little I like little, that, though. I mean, like, have a goal. Yeah, but like, yeah, what's your goal? Like, are you trying to feel better? Are you trying to use it for sleep? And then you get a product that, you know, is built and structured to help you achieve that. So yeah. like there's certain CBDs that are, you know, tinctures or, you know, capsules that are meant to help you sleep better. Um, and I truly use, I use those on the daily basis and I love them. I also take a daily CBD pill because... According to, you know, current medical standards or whatnot, you're supposed to average about 30 milligrams of CBD a day for the average person. Now, everyone is different. So some people, 20 milligrams might be good enough for their system. Some people might need 60. Uh, you kind of need to figure it out on your own. No, like a doctor can't say you're, you need 20, you need 30 right. um, by taking it and seeing how it makes you feel. How, is there a way to, like, is there something you'd look for on a package to say this is good quality? Like, I think nowadays, right, 
on other products. These are not related, but it's like the things are organics or they're farm raised or they're, you know, pasture, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> or you can look for certain um, indicators. Is there any indicators that indicate quality for CBD products? It's extremely hard right now. I would say go to a reputable licensed cannabis, you know, dispensary if you're getting CBD with with THC in it any any dispensary that's licensed uh, has to be fully compliant with the brands that they have inside the, the dispensary so they won't and any brand that's licensed will have to adhere to certain compliance uh, regulations that make sure that the product is clean and produced in a right way. It might not be organic, but it won't have metals in the vapes or be, you know, use toxins in the pesticides that it's grown, you know, in the farm and cultivated with or whatnot. So anything THC related, go to a licensed provider. Uh, and for CBD to be safe, you, you know, if, if it has THC, again, go to a licensed provider. If not, I would, I would probably go to you know, the Walgreens or the CVSs, as, as much as it pains me to say that, because they don't have the best products that are available to you. They have the, like, they're not going to get into business with brands that are going to put poor products on the shelves. Mm -hmm. So you know that you're getting a safe product. The most general way of staying yeah, safe is going to like a reputable big box retailer. Some additional big box retailers, I can't disclose, will be launching them, you know, in early 2022. So it's going to be pretty prevalent. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of Me Too products out there. There's a lot of products that aren't, just don't have that great performance. Um, it's, it's not that easy to make a really good product and make it in an affordable way and bring it to the masses. Um, so I'd say just to stay safe, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good to know. Um, is that, and is it because it's just such a new product even for people who are getting involved with making it and figuring out that it's just, you know, like that's why there's so much not good quality, like, Hemp is in such high demand right now, and you can use hemp uh, and the plant to make so many different things. It's still a new industry, so like people are still figuring it out. Brands are still getting into it. Yeah. Uh, there is a lack of regulation around it, so like they're trying to figure out how to build and scale and structure. There are so few experts, and so many people are so young in it. Like we're still figuring it out, right? And hemp is still a rather new thing. The farm bill just passed in 2018. And now each individual state is making its own rules and regulations around how you can grow hemp in that state. People have been growing hemp in California for a while, but it hasn't been recognized by the state. They, the state of California just passed some, some regulations now recognizing it. And, and I think those will have to evolve pretty quickly to get up to speed with Colorado and Kentucky, which have been at the head of the game when it comes to hemp. Kentucky's at the head of the game with hemp? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky and Colorado are kind of like the leading Shout out to like, Kentucky. states for cultivation right yeah. now. Um, I mean, it's even crazy just with the shops themselves and how much they've changed as far as, you know, like... I would say 10 years ago, I would never tell my mom and I to like, yo, come with me to this like CD shop for weed. And like, you know, now we have like companies like MedMen that you take your mom with you. No, not yet. Well, now she wants to go. Oh, now my mom is Mama like, Farber is a very progressive. Lady. She's very progressive and, and is very motivated to get involved with this space. So I know she's going to be excited about this episode, but is that it, not awkward for you? Like going with your mom? 
No, not anymore. No. I okay. mean, it's kind I of think been... my parents would be totally fine too. Yeah. My parents are 10 years ago. 60s and 70s. So they're yeah. always like, the stuff we took was way more <laughs> strong. Yeah. I'll smoke in front of my parents, but I almost feel like going into a weed shop's like hollow ground. Like, I don't want to have them see me like do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from like, that's where the deal goes down. <laughs> yeah, that's where it goes down. It's just so crazy now how it's like the environment of that has completely changed where I do feel comfortable like taking my mom and like, you know, they're presented in such clean ways ways now and it's just like it's changing people's perception of of this substance you know what i mean like i think a big reason why is like the wellness aspect and you touched on a few of them because i know other people who are like a bit older who have been using it who've had a surgery for example and it helped them recover or again pain you know so i think i'd love to hear from you other cases for wellness because you've said sleep pain relief like what are some of the other use cases for cbd some of the reasons i got into the business and like truly jumped into it is because I have some very close friends that were affected in very real ways by it. Uh, a very close friend of mine from MySpace had a, had a double mastectomy. She, she couldn't take painkillers for some mm. reason. So she used CBD and cannabis as opposed to taking painkillers post-op and didn't have to ever take one. I have another friend uh, who's very open about uh, his opioid addiction. His name is Jason Pinsky. He's the chief cannabis evangelist for, for Ease. And he got off a, I want to say like decade plus opioid addiction using hemp CBD. Wow. Uh, and, Very interesting. You know, he now, he, he, he's a, a big advocate of both CBD and cannabis, but uh, that was, you know, something real in his life. And he, he, he credits hemp CBD to helping him get off it. And, and that is really powerful. You know, I have friends, uh, I have family who use it because they have bad backs. I have a brother-in-law who has uh, a hip replacement who uses it on his hip. Uh, I know a coworker of mine right now, his dad uh, has had two knee replacements. And he says, the only thing that relieves his dad's pain is he puts a CBD patch on the bottom of his foot every night before he goes to bed. And it basically gets into his bloodstream as a topical. And he, and his, and he said his dad can like actually like walk and like move throughout the day. So, you know, it, there, it's sleep, it's anxiety, it's uh, stress. Depending on how you use it, it could be an energizer. It could be, you know, a little bit more of like help you go to sleep or like a little bit more of a relaxing sensation to it. So there's so many different applications, so many different ways to use it. Yeah. People will say I'm foolish for saying this, but it's, it's a little bit of like a multivitamin miracle drug in a little bit of ways mm-hmm. to, to me. Mm-hmm. Like I just think like an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Like a little CBD every day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> no, it's, 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 I think it's fast. And that's kind of why we want to talk to you because there are so many different ways. And I feel like I learn about different ways people are using CBD every day, like, or even the, the way in which they take it, like patch form. I had no idea there's such thing as like a CBD patch. <laughs> what are the other ways people are ingesting it or, or not ingesting, but like taking it, I guess. What are some of the uh, new ways you're seeing? Well, I've seen gels, lotions, gel capsules, gummies, tinctures, so like little droppers, uh, patches, bombs, so like muscle bombs almost, like tiger oh, okay. like tiger bomb oh, okay. style or yeah. like salves. Right. Yeah. Um, those, those are actually pretty popular. Tea? I think I've seen Is tea. There- and then like you can, you know, use like in oils and stuff. So mm-hmm. like you can infuse it into foods in different ways. Um, so that you, you can, it can be created into like a water soluble form. So basically like that means, you know, it's like a, a in a liquid a form where you can 
drop it in your tequila or your oh. soda. Oh, okay. I'm like, you can soak it. That sounds. But they, <laughs> you can they soak in the bath. They also make bath bombs, though. Okay. So oh, like, there you go. Yeah, That's so what like, I made. You, yeah. you can also get it in powder form, so almost like you can mix it with your protein powder. Wow. You know, and like, oh, wow. So I've now they're this. making protein powders with it. Whoa. I've seen this whole like CBD in restaurant and restaurants too, and I'm like, what? What are they doing with it in restaurants? They're you know? probably cooking with it either as an oil or in, or as a you know powder in some form. Interesting. Crazy. I, I would assume probably an oil though. So if I was someone that had never thought, don't know anything about CBD, wants to get involved with it, what's the very first step? Do you smoke cannabis? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you were doing a hypothetical person. Hypothetical. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because I'd say, like, if you smoke cannabis, you, you might have, a, you know, if you smoke cannabis, and depending on how frequently you smoke cannabis, you might have a little bit of a higher tolerance to something, to, to a hemp CBD, so you might want to start a little stronger. If you're just starting off from scratch, again, what's your goal? Yeah. You're right. And then, yeah. like, based on that, you know, all right, if it's a certain, like, I have tennis elbow, my, you know, I, hurt my ankle, you know, then I'd use a topical. If it's, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking to, you know, help me help fall asleep at night and fall asleep. There's going to be a bunch of products, you know, at whatever marketplace you go to that, that are going to say like for sleep. And then if there's some that'll say like all day or caffeine, you know, infused, what a lot of CBD products do is they'll put other ingredients into the product that kind of trick you almost right to thinking that the product's working when, and this is where like over time, like the good products will kind of rise, rise to the to top the and the me too's will kind of falter because you could have an all day, like pick me up CBD gummy that has some caffeine in it. So it's like the caffeine is what you're feeling, or you could have like a pain relief CBD, you know, lotion, but it has arnica and turmeric, which is like, what's giving you that like heating and like warming sensation, which is making you think it's working. Right. Um, so you like, depend, depends on what you want to use it for. You can go online. There's lots of different marketplaces. There are a few places I would actually send, you know, what place is really good because a lot of marketplaces you go onto are like a lot of these articles that you read, like they'll tell you like, these are the 10 best products, but they're getting paid or they have like affiliate links there. Right. So they're getting like you know, a little piece of the pie for every sale. So it's really hard to believe those articles and this or that. What are you feeling um, right now? Like, what are you, what are you using right now? Uh, there's a brand out there called Quanta that's actually made out of Burbank that I really, really like. They're really good. And uh, how do you t how do you take your CBD? I take my CBD multiple ways daily. So I will wake up and I'll take you know my my thirty milligrams, and then. I will at some point of the day start to experience some lower back pain. It's just natural in my life. So then I'll use a topical and I'll kind of like, whether it's a bomb or a lotion, depending on what, what products I have available and where I'm at, um, I'll put that on my back and that'll typically get me through a couple more hours. And then I kind of decide from there. Um, I might have a little bit more CBD, but like I know that I'm good around like 30 or 40. So it depends on like how, how awake am I at night? Do I need to take a, a sleep tincture to like fall asleep and get me through the night? If I do, then I will. If sometimes I can just knock out. Yeah. But I, I like, I like <laughs> that you kind of gave us an insight into how you take your CBD because what it is showing is that you take your CBD in a lot of different ways for, again, what goes back to what are your goals? So if you have more than one goal on a certain thing, you can you can you don't have to take CBD in one specific way, and that's what's working for you. You can do it in multiple ways throughout the day or the week or whatever to get what you need. 
Yeah, you, yeah. I would use, I would say like different applications, different products, different brands. Like one brand might have a really awesome tincture and a different brand might have like a really cool sleep, you know, sleep gummy or, you know. So I would say like t test different products, see yeah. what different products you like. Um, you know, if you do have concern or reservation about a product, do some research on it. There's yeah. going to be plenty of like stuff out there, um, you know, about different specific products. A lot of products will claim organic, few you know, there's, there's, I think like two or three, maybe four, like actual USDA certified organic hemp farms in the country. There's not that many. So there's, it's really hard for them to like fully claim that the FDA doesn't regulate, you know, hemp right now and, and, and CBD. Uh, so again, like getting a product that is from Colorado, you know, knowing mm -hmm. that it's manufactured and grown in Colorado is important because they have state regulation. So that's mm -hmm. another way of telling like if the, if the product's quality, um, because Colorado will shut that shit down real fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it sounds like if you're not anywhere near Colorado, right, a safe... Well, like, they can like, ship it nationwide, though. True. But I was just going to say, if you're not... If you're unsure and you can't find anything that says grown in Colorado or made in Colorado, you can also, it sounds like, um, you know, go for a big, like you're saying, a big box store probably has, if you're very new to it, that's a safe option, right? That's one of the takeaways. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can assume it's good quality. Yeah. And there's like brands like Sunday Scaries and like Charlotte's Web, which like Charlotte's Web like started the whole movement. Really? Yeah. It's, it's the company out of uh, Colorado where they... Uh, you know, cultivated a, a specific strain that helped that little girl, Charlotte, with her autism. That's right. I That's do right. remember reading that story. Yeah. What do you think is the next big trend in the industry? Yeah. I believe more cannabinoids. So, like, right now, CBD is the big one. Everybody's starting to talk about CBN. Um, and CBN is the, a natural uh, a natural relaxer. If you get a CBN pill that, that has some of the levels that some of these pills have CBD of... It'll literally knock you out like an Ambien, but it's natural. Wow. Because your body, your body produces CBD itself. If, if somebody can like produce a CBN pill. Like, are we talking, this is like how many years away? Like next year. Ooh. Oh, wow. So this is coming up. Quickly. I mean, wow. right, uh, right now, a lot of the CBN is synthetic. That's like something I didn't get into. There's CBD is a molecule. So you can create it in a lab from other, like basically like patch together its molecule structure and create it. So there are like synthetic CBD companies out there. If you know the product is synthetic, I would not use it. <laughs> That's a great takeaway. You know, like yeah. it's, it's not dangerous. You can't overdose on CBD. It's not going to hurt you. It's just the efficacy behind a synthetic is so unproven. And like, you're not to me, like the, the essence of using CBD is that you're getting a plant from the earth. And when For you sure. create it synthetically, it's like takes away a lot of what you're, what you're doing. Yeah. Stay away from the synthetics. Stay away from the synthetics. <laughs> Great takeaway. Yeah. And like, that's really exciting that that's where the future is going. And yeah. I mean, I'm already thinking about people who are traveling and like red eye international flights. I and know, so right? many It's going to change everyone's that. flow. I think the goal of like CBD is to replace opioids yeah. and like replace like, you know, pills. Yeah. And a lot of like, it's a natural way to treat pain. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's incredible how many different ways and how many different people are starting to use this product from from 
from Charlotte with her autism. My friend, uh, my my friends who have a child who has CP, they're starting to get involved at seeing her therapy improve with it. Um, Every also, retired athlete, retired athlete, dogs, <laughs> uh, dogs and mm-hmm. cats is unbelievable to see some like arthritis being fixed in them. So yeah. it's just it's unbelievable what's going on right now. Yeah, and I think it's it's just helpful to learn. Like I think so much of what I've learned so much about know, CBD. Is- and I'm like I'm just sitting over here like oh my god. Yeah, Martin and I are like sitting over here like dumbfounded. Like uh, and usually we're doing a lot more stupid dumb shit banter like commentary. And I'm like I have nothing to say because I'm my mind's being blown. <laughs> yeah, right I now. just I jumped around a lot. I'm sorry about that. But no, it was it was super. <laughs> Honestly, super this is exactly what we wanted to get out of this episode no, to you. help people, you know, really understand this product because it it literally is in everyone's conversations now. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I think we're gonna move away from the topic for a minute to do a little speed <laughs> round with you, more about you than CBD. But um, you know, thank you for all that information because I think it's it's really valuable for everybody. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, and I think you got you answered our first question around in the speed round. So I'm going to cross that off on my list, Ben. Okay. So we'll move to two. So we'll move to two. All right. You ready? Yep. How many tattoos do you have? 30, over 30. I don't know the exact number. You don't know the exact number? I don't. I lost count a while ago. You're going to get more? I really want a hand tattoo. Um, the missus is not really into it. I was going to say, how does she feel about that? I'm very positive. Do you have any of the, of the girls anywhere? Like any symbols or names of the girls? No, that's what I need to get. Yeah, have nothing for the girls. Um, what's your favorite artist of all time? Probably Salvador Dali. Now a little nice. bit more, a little bit more cultured. And then favorite musician of all time? I think I, I used to know this one too, but I think it might have changed. <sighs> it has changed sadly. For a decade plus, it was Jay Z. Now I'd probably say The Roots. Nice. You, but you used to be a big, weren't you a big Nas fan? Weren't you? Big a, Nas. Well, you I were mean, all like, about Nas. You were East like Coast, Nas is, Like East Coast hip hop. Yes. Like yeah. I still love Wu-Tang. Method Man is like probably Method, my favorite. Naughty by nature. Of all so time. he used to go off about how Method Man is so underappreciated like he in is. every Pandora <laughs> event. Method Man is a, like probably top five MC of all time and nobody would put him in their top 20. It's really unfortunate. The guy's a fucking genius. This is what I was, this is exactly what I was, this is a planted question. Let's change that here. Um, Favorite dad hack. Whenever I'm left to my own devices to cook, I always go heavy on fruit because I feel like fruit is healthy and my kids will devour fruit, but then I always get yelled at because it's all sugar. But I can sleep safe at night because I gave them a, Fruit. I feel like that's legit. That's healthier than mine. It's like tricking them almost. You know? when, like, when I can't put it together, I'm like, we're having fucking breakfast for dinner, and it's pretty much all carbs. It's like I make pancakes, so I feel like oh, yours we, is a better route. Um, fate or luck? Luck. I'm also very superstitious. I carry around my lucky, my lucky fish. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen this before. Yeah. How long have you been carrying this for? Uh, lucky this fish fit. is hot right now. Lucky <laughs> fit. Well, I've been sitting on it. It's physically <laughs> hot. <laughs> um, lucky fish is probably like, I don't know, six months old. He's rather new. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've also got this, um, which is a crystal. This crystal is rather new. I carry this around. I just rub it. Okay. If you had to choose one for the rest of your life, would it be cannabis or alcohol? Cannabis. I don't really no drink question. that much. Um, best piece of advice you've ever received? Uh, nothing you can't accomplish with a little mental toughness and extra effort. Favorite age so far? Late 20s, early 30s was really fun, but I'd probably say like right now. I feel like I'm like starting to like get into my own. You know, the kids are like so much fun. So, yeah. Love that. 
That's Every, the most common most answer. Most common we got. answer, except for right one now. guess who said seven. Yeah, Megan. <laughs> well, if you if you would have asked me that question like five years ago, I probably would have said like eighteen. You know, like some immature answer, but <laughs> he's now wise with his crystals in his pocket. <laughs> uh, okay, fill in the blank. Happiness is a fresh bowl of fruity pebbles. Ooh, Love that. we've never heard that one Not before. That one. That's a new one. <laughs> wow, great answer. There's a lot of different ways to bring happiness. That's right. That's right. Fruity Pebbles is one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, taking time out of your very busy schedule. You know, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah I really appreciate it. So very cool apartment, Ben. Thank you. Good purchase. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Coming from you, that means a lot. So Ben's I'm, worked I'm very hard for this. So. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Shout out to Ellen. Henry, his real estate agent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but no, this has been, I think, super informative. I feel like I've learned so much about just regulation, the differences, um, I mean, where the energy is going, how you identify, what's good. Like. So many ways to take CBD. Uh, I think a, a really big takeaway to call out is what is your goal? Like yeah. identify what your problem is um, and, and wh- how you, why you want to fix it and then figure out from there, how to take the, how to take the proper CBD product. Yeah. And, um, I feel like you're really growing and maturing because you didn't say hundred percent at all. I didn't. Did because I? we were listening so intently to what Matt was saying. I, there was I, no time for you to be like hundred percent. Like, yeah, like, well, like, yeah, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> man, you're so right. I get away with another one. That's all right. Well, we'll, we'll let, we'll let it skate by. I love it. It'll that. come back in here. All right. I'll give you one 100% farb fact. Cause I you feel don't like, have to. Yeah, but I feel like it'll fit this episode and okay. I'm just thinking about it. The first time I ever smoked weed was out of a, a Coke can at 16. At a Coke can? I think mine was out of an apple. You were out of an apple? Yeah, I think it was out of an apple. Okay. I'll also tell an adult, I'll give a I'll give a hundred percent fun Marta fact. Okay. <laughs> um, related to cannabis. So at what was the, was it two years ago Beyonce played Coachella? Yes. Yep. Okay, so it was two years ago Beyonce played Coachella. And like one of the products that I don't use very many products actually, it's probably the only one I've used recently, is the espresso, like the cava bean. Have them in my desk drawer. I really I like them. I, oh, yeah, and I would take yeah. them occasionally on ladycation or when I'm not around a child. Like it's really for me, like when I'm not, like I'm just, you know, often I'm not having to be mom. And I took it to Coachella and I think they were super old. And normally when I have them, it's just like very fun. I'm happy. I had the worst body high of my life. Oh, like no. worst where I mean I have you ever have you ever seen um Get Out, the movie Get Out? Oh yeah. Where she yeah. goes sinking in the floor. Yeah. I was I was like sinking into the floor. Ooh. And I went to the merch booth to go try to get merch and my friend left me and I remember like trying to have a conversation with the woman who oh, was no. yeah? Who was like giving me merch and like as you were even, melting into the ground? I was just like I don't know. I'm I don't know what I'm looking for. I mean, it was like the worst. Was this and daytime or nighttime? No, this was like transitioning from evening okay. day to evening. And then the Beyonce swarm hit, and I literally thought I was gonna die. Oh, I was like, goodness. I'm gonna die. This is crowded. I asked my friend, please you don't let go of panicking. me. I was panicking, and I remember being like, I want this to wear off. And thankfully, it wore off right in when Heim started, when I was good into uh, Beyonce. <laughs> but man, that was a fucking bummer. So Just talk so. about testing your limits yeah, yeah so, so again folks let's just uh start small <laughs> big takeaway start real small i had one feed i'm just gonna be real about it but yeah start small also but i was a product that i was familiar with so i don't know what happened yeah. be careful i guess check expiration dates maybe yeah they do all, most products do have expiration dates on them believe it or not it's like and for cbd more so than thc i would actually adhere to those because 
if it's a lotion or if like it's typically other ingredients in there. And yeah. even if the CBD is not going bad, those other ingredients will. They can't last forever. True. So I don't know what combination <laughs> happened, but it was a singing in the floor moment. It was yeah, no that hit you hard. Yep. So there, awesome. there's my fun fact. <laughs> um, well, is there anything else that you want to plug or? I don't have a social. I actually only have a social so that I can direct message my friends mm-hmm. and say, hey, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I love it. That's great. So he's a. Well, look for Matt behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> he occasionally pops up on Haley's Instagram. Occasionally. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm a grown man with kids. What do I need to have an Instagram account That's for? true. That's very true. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a grown woman with, kid, with a kid and I have an Instagram. You're doing a lot more fun stuff than I am. <laughs> so basically, don't follow Matt. You're, he doesn't want to be seen. He just appears like the wind. This is the only access that you'll get in this podcast. <laughs> Listen to it, and this is all you get. He's, he's like Batman. He's going to disappear now. <laughs> all right, and, well. All right, well, thank you so much, dude. This was awesome. Yeah, thank really you. appreciate it. Thanks for being here. All right, go all right. buy your CBD. Go buy your CBD. Goodbye. <laughs>